Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 200. Celebrating 200 episodes of Stop Over Drinking and Start Living. Well, hello, hello, hello. It's here, 200 episodes. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This podcast episode is all about celebrating. I'm celebrating the podcast and how awesome it is and how many people it reaches and the 200 episodes. I'm celebrating you, my dedicated podcast listener, and we're gonna be highlighting you and all of your comments that you you shared with me. And we are also going to have a special interview where my colleague and friend, Michelle Barry Franco, who is an expert on helping people use their voice to create impact in the world, she's interviewing me on this huge milestone and a little bit about my story, the podcast. We're going to dive into some of the feedback that you all have shared, and it's going to be a great discussion. And then I'm going to be reading some of the feedback that you wrote to me and celebrating you. And I just want you to believe throughout this whole podcast that anything is possible. You can have the life that you want. You can stop over drinking and you can for sure start living. I hope you enjoy. Oh my gosh. Hi, Michelle. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for being amazing and listening to my awesome ideas and being willing to come on the podcast and interview me because there's so many things that I want to say and you're the expert at letting people use their voice to create the impact that they want in the world, right? So there's not a better person for me to ask to interview me on this 200, 200th episode than you. So why don't you give them just a little uh-huh. introduction about who you are and kind of what you do, and then we can jump in. Okay. Well, thank you. It's, you know, it's such an honor for me to get to talk to you anytime, but especially to get to celebrate this with you. So um, thank you for asking me. Uh, I'm Michelle Barry Franco. <laughs> I'm a speaking and thought leadership coach, and I primarily work with women and, you know, just help them get out there and share their voice in a much bigger, uh, with confidence and clarity and spread it far and wide, because we need more women's voices out there in the world, free and creating the impact they're meant to make, like you're doing with this podcast and with all the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So can we get started? Yeah, let's go. Can we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'm I'm excited in so many ways to to have this conversation with you, partly because I got to read many of the, you know, you requested that people share with you the impact that the podcast has had. And just reading them as someone who is sober and, you know, as someone who cares about making an impact in the world, I can just imagine, first of all, I know, I know how, what, what, how life-changing it is for me to have changed my relationship with alcohol. So, 
So that part of it is, I could feel it when I was reading all mm. of their different stories. So I'm excited that we get to dive in to some of their stories. Um, but then also just as someone who, you know, like does this kind of work in the world, I can't imagine how good that must feel for you to get to read these stories from these, from these women. Yeah. Um, so I know when we were talking about this, that you were, you know, that you want to celebrate the podcast, like 200 episodes is a big deal. That's a lot of time and energy and effort that you've put in. So we are celebrating mm -hmm. that. And then like, tell me, what were you thinking when you were thinking like, let's record this podcast for, you know, to, to celebrate these 200 episodes? Yeah, that's a good question. And thank you. Um, gosh, so really, it was just an idea. So I was, you know, I was noticing that the 200th podcast episode was coming up and I'm like I want to do something special and I didn't really know exactly what it was going to look like but you know I just knew that I wanted to celebrate it right so I talk a lot about celebration in my coaching programs and on the podcast and we don't do enough of that we don't toot our own horns enough and yeah. I am so so proud had to get the tissues out today because there's going to be tears Aww. um nice so here it comes, <laughs> but I'm just so ready. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for yeah. it's almost four years of dedicating myself to this work. You know, like that's yeah. no joke. That's no joke to reflect upon and acknowledge. Right. And, yeah. you know, I think about, and I can't help it, but I can't help but think about what my life was like before for 20 years, yeah. you know, my adult life yeah. before, finding this work, finding life coaching and changing my relationship with alcohol. And really against all odds, I'm here today. You know, I, I really wasn't, that wasn't my path, right? My path was not supposed to look like it does right now. And I took ownership of that and, and corrected my path. And mm -hmm. it's a big deal, not only because of this podcast, but because I'm more present for my kids um, mm -hmm. I have amazing relationships and developed amazing relationships with people. Um, I'm healthier. I have more agency over my life. And to have dedicated every single week coming on and recording what I know that would be mm -hmm. helpful for other people is profound. And so I'm really um, celebrating that. And so I thought, so the idea came, it's like, we need to celebrate that, right? That dedication, yeah. that commitment, yeah. that my growth over these past two years from you know, if they, if, if you all are listening now, like it doesn't sound the same as it did <laughs> four years ago, you know, it's evolved <laughs> right. and grown into something so big. And so I also wanted to celebrate the listener because, you know, I have my clients who I get to work with on a regular basis who I can come and help celebrate and they teach them how to celebrate themselves. But I knew, I don't think I really knew but I knew that my podcast reached far and wide. I mean, when I look at the statistics, it's like 25,000 downloads a month. Mm. And that didn't really mean that much to me, even though hearing that, it's like, wow, that's a lot, right? There's a lot of people yeah. that, that are hearing this message. But I don't really yep. know what that means, right? I don't know yeah. what they do with it. I don't know you know, does it really help? I don't question. I know that it does. I know that it does reach yeah. people and it helps people because I hear you know, every so often I get reviews and emails and things and people tell me, but I don't think I really understood the impact. So when I asked for people to write in and celebrate and share how the podcast has helped them, because I want to reach more people and celebrate that, it was kind of came into its own 
thing. So mm-hmm. like this, that's mm-hmm. where this idea of you interviewing me came. It's like, I, I think I need some support <laughs> in how I yeah. want to package this up because it was very mm-hmm. honestly overwhelming to read all of those stories. I mean, they just kept coming and they're still coming. Um, and I'm, <laughs> it's just it. blowing me away, right? These stories mm-hmm. that these women probably have not shared so much in detail with, with a lot of people. And mm-hmm. for me to be one part of their journey and to be there for them and to hear how their lives were before the podcast and before they started applying things to now and like the difference in that and some of those intimate details is um, very, very, very special. And a lot of times we don't share this kind of stuff with people, let alone a complete stranger. I mean, sometimes I know they tell me that I'm not a stranger, but really I am, right? Like I am a stranger and we've never met. And some of these people I never will meet and to receive such intimate, amazing information from somebody through this podcast is something that needs to be celebrated. So yeah, that's yeah, where it came it from. It for sure does. Yeah. Well, listen, when you change people's lives the way that you have, you know, it it creates a kind of trust and desire to tell you, mm. I would imagine. So I can feel that. And we're going to get to visit their stories and, in, in, you know, as we dive into this and everyone else will get to hear that, um, you know, real gratitude that I heard from them as well. But I I would love to go back to, as you alluded to earlier, about your own story Mm -hmm. and, you know, how you even came to this work. I'm sure you've told that in the podcast before, but just to Mm -hmm. frame up this celebration and really in light of celebrating your journey, how Mm -hmm. did this start? Yeah. Well, to back it up, it started... A long, long time ago, right? So I have had a very long relationship with alcohol, and I would overdrink and then try to cut back and overdrink and try to cut back, and that just had a different flavor and a different cycle depending on what was happening in my life. So in between kids or job changes or moves or external circumstances, right? It would have a different flavor, but it looked like the very similar cycle. Overdrink, wake up, regret, say I'm not going to do it, (laughs) cut back, restrict, go on some crazy ass diet, um, all of that stuff. And, you know, it just never worked, right? And I never really even was aware that I could change my relationship with alcohol because I didn't ever identify with somebody as an alcoholic. And like in general mass kind of um, culture that we have here in the U.S., it's like if you have a problem with alcohol, you think about AA. That's just what people do. Doctors recommend AA. If you have a problem, they're not really, you know, helping people with this stuff. Um, and so I never really associated myself with somebody that needed that kind of support. So I never, it never even crossed my mind to like actually focus on it, right? It would just always mm-hmm. be a restriction or a diet or a break. And I never really looked at it further than that. And then I went through another life change. I basically, like, I became sick of running the rat race of my life, working full-time, having three kids, and just waking up and doing the same things over and over and over again. Stressed out, coming home, stressed out, feeding the kids, putting them to bed, drinking wine, repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. And I just, like, kept thinking there has to be a better way to do life. Like, and I literally would Google how to not do the American lifestyle, or is there an alternative way to do, I really did, an alternative way to do the American lifestyle, and so I was just like, and I I remember telling my mom, like, 
I can't do this. Like, this is not right. Like I'm not meant to do this. Right. And it was just kind of like, and I would share that with people and it would just be like, yeah, I felt that way too. But there was never like, you don't have to fucking do that anymore. You know? And, um, so finally it got so bad that I quit my job and I had started a blog at that point and I'm like, I'm going to make money online and I'm going to blog and I'm going to write recipes and stuff. And I quit and I had this blog, but I didn't know how to make money with it or anything. And I was very confused. And I was like, I had this whole identity around being a professional and I had this cool job in advertising. And now all of a sudden I didn't have this cool job. Right. And so I was really conflicted about what I would tell people and what other people would think, you know, and I was focused on that about what they would think if I wasn't working and I was just staying home with the kids in quotes, you know, air quotes. And so I remember yeah. sharing that with somebody, and she recommended life coaching. And so I started mm-hmm. listening to life coaching and learning about my feelings. And I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> learning about my mind and, like, my thoughts aren't facts. Like, what? And my feelings yeah. are just vibrations in my body. And, like, I can manage how I think and how I feel. And I can choose these things. And I'm like, it's not my boss's fault or my husband's fault or my kid's fault. And, like, really like through that awareness, I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. We have so much more control than we think we do. What did you think before that? So you, before you learned that you could have some control over your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that what I thought was the truth. (laughs) Okay. What your brain said was just. Yeah. Like, just like, I love wine. That's a perfect example. I'm like, yeah, I do. (laughs) Duh. You know, <laughs> like I never argued with that belief. Right. I never yeah. knew that I could change that idea. Right. Or yeah. or the idea like this was one of my big ones. It's like you should always clean up after dinner. Like you shouldn't sit down and oh. relax until after the dishes are put away and, and the countertops are wiped perfectly and everything is put away for the night. Then you can sit down and relax. I thought that that was a fact. I thought that was oh. the only way that you could do mm-hmm. something that was the right way. Right. Yes. And right. so when I recognized that that caused me to feel anxious and pissed off when that didn't happen, I was yeah. like, wait, I can, I can choose. I, I was like, what, what is like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And so yeah. all of those kind of examples where I just started challenging what I was thinking mm-hmm. about. So I started to feel better. Right. And then of course I joined a coaching program and then it just really fastly change. I went in and changed my relationship with alcohol. I got agency over myself. I learned how to process and pause, Mm -hmm. not be so reactive. Um, and then I, in that process, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is how I'm going to help people online. And Mm. it just became super clear. Yeah. It just became so clear. Yeah. Did on that path, um, did you, was there a stop start for you or was it like it just clicked in and you got it and it worked? I think there was. At the very beginning when I first found these concepts and ideas, I would like try some things and then I would fail yeah. or I wouldn't write things down. or like, There was like a lot of these kind of starts and stops. And I had some over drinks and stuff. I, you know, I still remember uh-huh. like that was, I had my last, I like the last time I was drunk was right after I had found that stuff. Um, and, and vividly how that felt, <laughs> you know, and yeah. then I joined a coaching program, which I paid for it, invested into it and really dove uh, into it. And that's when it really kind of 
skyrocketed. Um, mm -hmm. And I didn't have a lot of stops and starts, and I was very committed to doing the work and the process, and it happened very fast. So within a six-month yeah. time period after that happened, at the end of that six months, I had decided that I'm just done drinking because... You just I, didn't want to drink. I just didn't want to yeah. anymore. Like, I, I was able... I got to a place where I could have a few and not overdo it, um, didn't yeah. get drunk or anything, but I just really didn't like that disconnection that one drink gave mm -hmm. me from myself and from my family and like my my reality and so I yeah. didn't really like the taste anymore it just there was no benefit to me anymore so I decided to not do it and it's been four and a half years so yeah that's awesome <laughs> okay we are we are going to dive into what people have yes. you know what uh, people wrote in but I want to ask one more thing because it always stands out for me when uh, you and I were talking about what it feels like to be sober to, yeah. or to you know to not be owned by alcohol yes. in our minds and you described it as Narnia mm. so can you just talk about what does it what does it feel like for you to, to have the relationship you currently have with alcohol mm. so the Narnia and it's okay if we go over on this segment too we don't need to like okay. rush through it to get to 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. So the Narnia thing, it's like for now, I, it just feels so peaceful. It's non-existent. My relationship with it, it doesn't occupy any space in my time. It's total freedom. I never worry about it. I don't consider it usually. Um, and if I do think about drinking, I really let myself evaluate it without worrying and make a decision. Um, mm -hmm. it just feels great. It's, it's a merit. It feels miraculous. Yeah. Um, but the Narnia thing is like, that's what I want to paint the picture for the people. And I think a lot of people here that have wrote in, especially have experienced this, but it's like, you're, you're walking through the cupboard, right? Like you're opening up the doors in this old like wardrobe, right? Yeah. And you're walking, it's dark <laughs> and it's like, smells kind of weird. And like, you're, 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 you're pushing away all these old winter coats, right? And like, you're just like, what's happening? And where am I? And I don't see where the end of this thing is, right? And so you keep walking mm -hmm. and you keep going through and then you get through to the other side and it, it opens up to this beautiful landscape, beautiful blossoms of trees and um, flowers and wildlife and color and vibrancy and it smells beautiful and you just feel like, oh my God, I've arrived. Right. Yes. And so that's what it feels like to me. I remember vividly when I really, it was probably like 30 plus days in maybe 60 days. Mm -hmm. I noticed a life. I noticed the yeah. birds chirping. I noticed the colors. I noticed the sounds of the leaves. I noticed the wind brushing on my skin. Like I mm -hmm. noticed life and it was like, I also um, compare it to Bella from twilight when she becomes a vampire mm -hmm. <laughs> and she, Oh, she's on her. Have you seen that? No. You haven't, have you? We've talked about this I before. Seen, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you I have know, to watch, watch that. <laughs> We're watching it when okay. you come visit me. <laughs> okay, all right. Good um, idea. So she's on her, she's a vampire, and she's on her first hunt, okay? And she's running through the yeah. woods, and in slow motion, she's looking around, and she's noticing yeah. the butterfly wings, and the bird, mm. like hummingbird wings, and flowers, and vibrant colors, wow. and smells. Like, that's what it's like for me. And yeah. it's so amazing that that's what pulls me and drives me to help other people even have a chance at experiencing yeah. a fraction of what that yeah. is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I love stepping into your inner vampire. <laughs> but what I, you know, I remember when you described that to me for the first time and, you know, we were on retreat together mm-hmm. and as someone who is sober and I remember very distinctly, it resonated so strong. Mm-hmm. And also that um, it is it is so beautiful to 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 get to help other people have that kind of experience. I can just imagine. I mean, that's what you said to do, and it's beautiful. Okay, so let's talk about how other people describe it, (laughs) what their Narnia sounds like in some ways. Yes. So um, there were so many good ones, so it'd be (sighs) great if we had time to read them all. But but let me start with this first one because it is so... uh, impactful mm-hmm. and there's like an unexpected twist so I'm going to read it okay. so that you know they get to hear in her words but she says I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart my story I had never listened to a podcast in my life mm-hmm. summer of 2020 I found you I randomly picked your podcast and everything you said was what I experienced felt lived etc so for the first few weeks I just listened and didn't put any plan into action Started listening to a few a day when I went to bed, the beach, that kind of thing. I started to put some of it into practice. I also, I had also heard a statistic you mentioned about alcohol and breast cancer, the link between alcohol and breast cancer. I thought that number was concerning. Then I decided I would put effort into adopting these principles and practices. I did and was really successful. Cut my drinking down by 90%. Fast forward a few months from that success. I got diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. Of course, I then completely cut out alcohol for the next nine months through all my treatments. Mm. She was like, you know, prepared for this. It was much easier for her to do the best thing for her. Mm. It's just like, it's heart-wrenching and real and... Like, you don't even know the one little thing that you can say or do that has that kind of effect on somebody's life. That's right. Right? The thing that people will actually hear to go do the work. That was motivating for her to hear that statistic. That's not motivating for a lot of people, surprisingly. Yeah. Right? We know that this stuff is a toxin and that it can hurt our bodies, right? We know that it can hurt our liver for sure. Do we care? Because we can't see this shit, right? We don't yes. know when things are happening right. inside of our body. Can't really feel it oftentimes. But for her, that was really helpful. And she listened to that. And she followed through on that kind of like, hey, this is something that you need to pay attention to. She listened to her own voice, right? Yeah. And did something yeah. about that and got herself in a good way before she had to go in for breast cancer treatment and was healthy so healthy and prepared herself for that so she could receive the best treatment and didn't drink during that and continued to apply and listen to the podcast I think even after that right like it's just it's remarkable right so like I just think about the impact of that to her her life and if she hadn't listened to that and did that work ahead of time how much harder those yes, treatments exactly. and that process would have been had she still been struggling with over drinking. It's one thing to go in and get chemo. It's another thing to go in and have hangovers and be drinking your yeah. way through that, right? Or trying to white knuckle because you don't know any other way. Even if you right. are, you know, are trying not to drink. She had set this 
this beautiful foundation for her to be so much healthier through that. And then she also says, I still listened to you even during my treatments. Your voice was so soothing. Uh, I would listen during my treatments. Mm. Thank you so much. She says, I just want you to know, I wanted wanted to hear your voice. (laughs) Thanks for giving us all our power back. Mm. Yeah. So thank you for for writing that and sending that in. It's beautiful. So good. Very beautiful. Okay, so another one uh, that was, um, these are just such great stories. So I'm the woman who sent you the Starbucks gift card last year. You got a <laughs> Starbucks gift card. I listen to your podcast weekly. I feel like the advice translates to many areas in my life, like also with being a mom to three kids age five and under. Mm. Bless you. Mm. <laughs> We've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if I'm being honest, my drinking really got out of hand for my own standards after my first was born. I felt so trapped Mm. and it was the only way I knew to feel release. Mm. However, now I'm three kids deep and yet feel so much more buoyant because of the tips and advice you've shared. I feel more in control of my thoughts and thus my feelings now. Um, Going a month with no drinking is just habit now. I don't even think about it. I've also up-leveled to only two days in the weekend or to only two days in the weekend and one to three drinks on those days. Mm. I can't remember the last time I had a hangover and I actually get a buzz after going to dinner or to a social event and saying no thank you to being offered alcohol. Wow. I love that. I love that too. I think, oh my gosh. So the Starbucks gift card, anybody's welcome to send me a Starbucks gift card, by the way, just saying. I love a coffee. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you so much. What really, really stands out is the line where you wrote, I went from feeling trapped to buoyant. Like, and the motherhood stuff. Like, as you know, I have three kids, and I, that's exactly what I felt like. I It was, yeah. again, and it was a big identity shift to go from being somebody who was you know, free and professional and went on all trips and all these things, right, to now my whole life is turned upside down with motherhood. And I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how I was supposed to be feeling, trying to manage it all and hold on to this identity of being somebody who's fun and interesting. Yes. And I held, I think alcohol, my attachment to alcohol was something easy I could still grasp onto. Right. Because it's like mm-hmm. I could still go sit at a wine bar. You know, I could still buy wine and bring it yes. home and drink it. That was the one thing I was really attached to. And yeah. that trapped feeling is no fun. Right. Because not only do you feel trapped in motherhood, which is absolutely normal and not we should not be ashamed to share that at all. Yes. It's a fucking big deal. And mm-hmm. to acknowledge that, to share that with me is is profound and to know that even now with three kids (laughs) you felt trapped with one kid and was over drinking now with three kids you don't feel that way anymore you feel more buoyant for full of life Mm -hmm. you have more agency and power that just shows you that it's not your external circumstances it's not the things outside that make you feel that it's the internal stuff that you did by changing how you thought about things learning how to process your feelings doing that internal work that created that shift in how you feel. And so Mm. I just think that's beautiful because that's available to any of us, no matter how many kids you have, no kids, whatever is happening in your life, you might feel trapped or stuck now. And there is a way that you can do that by having agency over yourself and learning about this stuff that can create that happy, buoyant feeling that she described. 
Yeah, yeah, it's so, and and also I can't help again as a, also a mother of three mm-hmm. kids like you mm-hmm. and like this uh, beautiful soul. Um, it allows us to not blame motherhood or the kids for yes. a feeling because of course that's not it. Right. right. And then we get the gift of enjoying our kids and motherhood, mm. you know, in the moments we do, like right. recognizing that it just isn't the external circumstances. So we can go ahead and look at our thinking, all the other things that you right. uh, help all of us do. She also said, um, I feel like I have a superpower now, mm. which I think is pretty cool and true. Right? Yeah. You got me to see it as a fun challenge as opposed to something I should do and dreaded. Mm. And one more thing, I've also started to see and experience nature differently, which I think is Aww. something you so beautifully do in your work. Aww. I love that so much. I forgot that she wrote that in there. That is, yeah. it's true. Like nature helps connect us to ourselves, to the world, helps us with compassion, understanding, life cycles, all of it, right? And I'm so glad yeah. that that resonates with y'all. All of y'all need to get out there and see nature more. <laughs> I don't care where you live. <laughs> yeah. I just did a, a forest bathing um, with some clients in New York City in Central Park. So it does not matter where you go. You can find little pockets of nature and get out there and connect with yourself but yeah it's just beautiful like it's profound right like that one family unit I think we talked about this earlier it's the ripple effect it's not just about reducing how much you're drinking right and I hope that comes through in all of it it's not that it's about living your life being alive for your life creating the one life that you have and that has a ripple effect in your family so now your kids get a, a mother who's buoyant instead of trapped, right? We know how we act when we feel trapped, yeah. right? Yeah, yes. And we know how we act when we feel buoyant and happy and alive. Mm-hmm. And I'm not yeah. saying that you don't ever feel trapped again or it's always happy and buoyancy. It's not that at all. But to know how to handle all the emotions that come in through that and be there for yourself and know that you have more control than you think you do is mm-hmm. invaluable. Yes. And just being able to recognize that you're feeling that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, that it's even a thing to notice and recognize and then look inside. Right. Like that beautiful reminder that you are regularly bringing through your podcast and all the work that you do. So powerful. Okay. So um, this next one, another really good story. I'm going to say that before each one. So I'll try to say it a little creatively each time. But <laughs> So she says, I'm so grateful that I was able to find your podcast and you. It was May, 2022. I was in my car for the long 10 hour car ride to pick up our youngest son from college. Mm. I'd been struggling with over drinking on and off for about 15 years. I wasn't sure why I was over drinking and so sick of the vicious cycle I was in. I couldn't seem to figure a way out. During this very long drive, I was looking for interesting podcasts to listen to. I saw your podcast, SOSL, and thought, (laughs) well, let's see what this is all about. Once I started listening, I felt like you were speaking directly to me. Mm. I could totally relate to everything you were saying. I finally felt that I wasn't the only one over drinking. I listened to many more hours of the podcast and was feeling hopeful for my future. I vividly remember crying as I was driving and listening. Mm. I finally felt that maybe I could find a way out of over drinking. Mm-hmm. Once I was home, I talked to my husband about your podcast and the six-month coaching program. Thankfully, he has been so supportive. Within the next week, 
I signed up for the six-month coaching program. Today, five months later, I'm happy to say that I've reduced my drinking by 70 to 80 percent. Wow. What I love about this example is like you can't, you don't have to stop drinking. Mm. You can just, yeah. Yeah. That's just, I mean, when I hear that people think that I'm speaking directly to them, it's because I am. (laughs) You know, I really am speaking directly to you and I know this so well because I was that person and I am very aware of my own mind (laughs) and what I used to think and feel and do around alcohol, you know, and in my relationships and, you know, self-sabotaging behaviors and all of that. And so when I'm sharing that with you, it's for sure 100% true and real and meant for you. And so you can't pretend that stuff, right? And so I think that's, mm-hmm. I really love it when people tell me that because that's what I want them to feel. I want that, I want you guys to really know that I know this intimately. Mm-hmm. And I know what yeah. the inner workings of your mind can sound like because I've heard that myself. And I've coached thousands of women now, you know, hours and hours yeah. and hours of coaching and dedication to this work. And so I consider myself an expert with it. And Mm -hmm. I'm just so glad you listened to yourself, right? And you, in your mind, like I was, I was telling Michelle, it's like, I just kept thinking there had to be a better way, right? At the very beginning. Yeah. And like, I can't do this lifestyle anymore. And so I listened to that, just like this person listened to, I got to figure this out. I want to figure this out. Is there a way out? Right. And you looked for it. You did that and you found the solution that worked for you, right? And you listened to that next voice that said you should join that program and now look at what you have, you know, five months later, it's profound. And that you asked for support from your husband, from me, from, you know, the people in the program. And, but most importantly, you asked yourself and you didn't ignore that. I, I think that's the biggest problem that I see is that people want to make these changes, but they don't actually listen to what they want and take yeah. that step to move forward to do it. And if you can do that, you can have results like this. And if you want to keep drinking, you can, but you have to be able to do that inner work that we talked about, learning how to process your feelings, making intentional decisions, managing your mind, all of that internal work is required to do that. So congratulations and thank you so, so much for sharing that. Yeah. She also says it has not been perfect for sure, but that's okay. Yeah. Right. So I've been using the tools that Angela has given me. If I do have an overdrink, I am not beating myself up Mm. about it. I get out my journal or workbook the next morning and I write, I'm so much happier today and look forward to what the future holds. Thank you, Angela, for what you do each and every day. I I love that. Can you speak to that just a little bit, that whole like imperfection part? Absolutely. So, I mean, that's exactly what I help. And and even through the podcast, you know, I talk, we have an episode on failure and what to do if you don't follow through on something around alcohol, right? And shaming ourselves, being frustrated with ourselves, angry at ourselves, being hard on ourselves, all of that has the opposite effect, right? It keeps us stuck. It keeps us in the past. And what I teach them to do in this program and in this podcast is to have compassion and to be curious, right? It's like, yes, this happened. Let go of doing it perfectly, even though we really want to be good students and we really want to check our boxes and like get an A+. That is not applicable here. We're not passing a test, (laughs) okay? We're learning about ourselves. We're learning and getting awareness of what we do and why we do it. And when we can learn from that, that is money. That's the A plus, 
right? It's not about being perfect. If you're perfect, there's no opportunity to learn. There's no opportunity to grow there. So a lot of people can be perfect through a dry January and, um, you know, they don't learn anything, right? They white knuckle their ways through it. And then if you can allow yourself to be a human and give yourself, Mm -hmm. maybe it takes you a little bit longer to evaluate this, pick up from your mistakes, be compassionate with yourself and move forward. That's what it looks like. So you can have a 70 to 80% reduction in how much you're drinking and do it in a B minus way is what I like to call it. B minus work, right? And yeah. it's like, if you let yourself have a B minus, that's what that looks like. So it's, it's huge to have an 80% reduction in how much you're drinking, right? Yeah. It's huge. That's what people's mostly their goals are. And um, yeah. yeah, thank you for highlighting that. Yeah. And speaking of, we have another one with a a good, uh, successful cut, but not entire removal, Mm -hmm. Um, which I know, by the way, you know, I ended up deciding not to drink, Mm -hmm. but I know that that was a really, that seemed impossible at some Mm -hmm. point. So I would imagine that a lot of people listening to your podcast and who you work with are like, I don't necessarily want to not drink at all. Right. It's like, I want to be able to cut back. So these stories are so inspiring. So this one, she says, um, woot, woot about your 200th podcast episode. (laughs) And then she says, I'd like to say that, that I am so glad I found you. I think it was in 2021 that somehow you popped up in my Facebook feed. Mm. (laughs) Uh, You must have known that I was looking for a fresh start. Mm. While I haven't enrolled in your paid program, I have enjoyed your many other offerings, uh, including subscribing to your podcast, and I have grown so much. Mm. Through your inspirational work, I've discovered how my past use of alcohol and habitual thinking has kept me stuck, not allowing me to live my best life. I have seen that overdrinking is not quote, fun, and neither are the after effects. Mm. Since beginning this journey in earnest in the spring, I have cut my use of alcohol dramatically, I'd say by 90%. And I'm working on changing my thoughts so I can disrupt unhealthy patterns. 90%, just your podcast and other offerings. Yeah, yeah, it's so, so awesome. Like that's what happens when you actually apply (laughs) what I'm teaching, right? (laughs) So congratulations on your success. That's like, a great example. Sometimes we listen, right? And a lot of you guys might just be listening and you like the way I talk and describe stories and things. But where you, what I love about what I teach is that you get to apply it to your real life right now. Like every week yeah. I am giving you suggestions. Try this in your life. Try yeah. this in your life, right? And you get to apply that in real, in your life, like while you're living it. Other, you know, traditional recovery programs remove you from your life, right? And they help get you sober and do all that. So that's amazing. But then you have to go back into your life, right? And deal with your triggers and your emotions and people being assholes and weather and, you know, illnesses and things, you know what I mean? (laughs) And so I love that I'm able to have a platform that helps people apply this shit in real time. So that's just evidence in you doing the work. So keep going. I love it. Keep going. Because also, uh, I've lost, she says, I've lost 25 pounds, more present with my kids and my husband, my work, my life, right? Like these, yeah, all of these things. That's so amazing. Yeah. So good. Um, Okay, so, so, uh, you know, there were so many. So you know that we could, we could, uh, you know, keep going with these stories, these powerful stories. And, you know, one of the questions I had on this interview list for Mm -hmm. you is you know what makes you keep going Mm -hmm. keep doing this Mm -hmm. 
I feel like we have a lot of that evidence right here, but answer it anyway. What makes you keep showing up for this podcast every week? Well, for sure, because I want to show you guys what's possible, right? And I feel like I'm a very creative person and I have a lot of ideas. And I think that's really important to make note of because as we age, as we accomplish things in our life, we get to reach a certain level of success or whatever we think that should have looked like for us when we were younger, say in college or something. And we get there and then we get stuck, right? And we don't dream anymore. We don't allow ourselves to be creative and create new things and try new things and meet new friends and all this stuff. And so we get stagnant. And then we look for things to make our lives more interesting. And that thing can be alcohol and food and numbing and scrolling and all that kind of shit, right? And so I think it's really important to note that the reason why I keep doing this is because I have this open access to flow, I guess. And like these creative ideas Mm -hmm. just come in through me when I'm walking in the woods and when I'm thinking, you know, I coach Mm -hmm. my people and I hear these common themes come up and I coach myself enough and hear common themes, my own bullshit. And I'm like, they need to know that this is something that they need to know. Yeah. And so I think that's yeah. what drives me to share it so much. And it mm-hmm. all started with my own journey. It's like when I was doing this stuff for the first time with myself, I'm like, everybody needs to know this. Everybody in the whole world needs to know this because yeah. it literally does change lives. And so I think that's the the very common theme is like, I need to share it. It's like, I can't even help it. It just, it just has to happen. <laughs> like it's, it's like, yeah. it, it's, it's an automatic thing that just happens for me at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, I don't usually plan my content so much in advance. I record my podcast usually on a Tuesday and it is published on a Wednesday, <laughs> except for something bigger yeah. like this, or I do an interview or something. But these ideas come to me, um, when I'm allowing space for myself reflecting mm-hmm. on myself, reflecting about you all. And it really is a big motivator to keep going. Did they answer the question? It's a beautiful answer. What I love about that is that, you know, we just spent a good part of our conversation rightfully celebrating the success of people who listen mm. um, again, which is beautiful, but this brings back in the important component of how much this is, um, uh, an avenue for you yes. to also, right? Like this is, you come here every week, yes, for them, yes, mm-hmm. for their stories, mm-hmm. but also because it's what you're me- it's what you're made for. Yeah, friend. and I think <laughs> that's exactly, to. I also wanted to piggyback on that. So I share this a lot with my clients. It's like my work and what I do, my emails that I write all the time, if you guys yes. are on my email list, that is as equal for me in my own growth and healing and transformation yeah. as it is for you because it gives me time to think. It gives me time to stop and pause and formulate thoughts and beliefs Mm -hmm. that I want to have and habits I want to keep going with. Mm. And when I do that and allow my space to do that every week, it just reinforces my lifestyle. So it's why I've been able to maintain all of the growth, right? All of the transformations because I give myself that Mm. space and very loving time to reflect on that and then to teach it to other people. So it's really as much for me, like you said, as it is for everybody who gets to receive it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that also because, you know, a big part of my reason for the work that I do is the same. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, we change the world. Yes. Mm -hmm. We make a difference, you know, out in the world when we're stepping into a message that we know matters, but it is self that self-expression, mm. that 
tuning in to who we are and what we are here to say, mm-hmm. and then finding the way to express it for you. Yeah many avenues, but this podcast is such a big, beautiful part of that. That is part of our mental well-being. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like saying brave things, right? Like sharing intimate, like what these women just shared with me, that's intimate. Yes. Detailed information. And it's around a topic that's so taboo and so full of shame, right? And so that act of them writing that to me, I'm sure was very healing for them. And like, I am letting myself be seen here. I am sharing something with another human, right? And it's vulnerable. But the more we can be free to do that and express ourselves and to name and to claim what we really want in our lives. And for a lot of you all, that is to stop over drinking, right? The happier we are. And the better connections yeah. that we have. And when that happens, we don't need to escape through alcohol mm-hmm. or, or those numbing things. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, beautiful. So everyone who hasn't written in, write about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Angela loves to hear it. I love to read it. But also you celebrating your yes. own success, even if it's privately. Yeah. Writing about it for yourself is such a powerful part. Absolutely. What a fun celebration. I love that I get to do this with you. Thank you again for inviting me into this conversation. And just congratulations for the beautiful work that you do in this world and in other people's lives. Thank you so much, Michelle. It was awesome. And I will for sure send you the link when it's all put together. Hooray. Bye. All right. In the second part of the 200th episode celebration, I'm going to read some of the emails that you guys wrote into me and I I would love to read them all and I actually probably will. I think I'm going to incorporate some continuing celebrations in future podcast episodes, but for now enjoy these very personal stories and if I read yours, please take time to celebrate yourself. And if I don't read yours, please take time to celebrate yourself. Okay? You deserve to acknowledge your own accomplishments and to feel proud of yourself. I'm so proud of each and every one of you. Okay, here's one from Mary Wynn. Okay, here's my story. In 2021, after 12 very stressful years, I decided it was time to put myself in my needs first. I wasn't living the life I wanted to be living. Tired, overweight, using alcohol to numb my um, and food to numb my feelings. I started with baby steps, meditating, exercising, eating when hungry, stopping when full, sleeping a bit more, less social media, daily affirmations. At some point, my answer to not drink drinking was to in quotes, white knuckle at night. It pissed me off. (laughs) I remember one night in November glaring at a bottle of wine, angry that I couldn't, shouldn't drink. I decided to take a bath to change my mood and wondered if there was a podcast that I could relate to that might be helpful. Your Stop Over Drinking and Start Living was the first podcast that came up. It was episode 150. I reheated my bath and listened to several more, then decided to sign up for your six-month program, No Looking Back. My first week in your group was Thanksgiving. I made a drink plan and didn't drink on Thanksgiving. So much success followed. Your advice to celebrate the little wins and feel proud of myself for my B-minus level work was key to my mind shift. My life is back to where it was many years ago. I still plan my drink. Even if it's zero, I journal in the morning, setting my intentions. My relationship with alcohol is so different. It's in the background. Thank you and congratulations again. Oh, Mary Wynn, thank you so much. 
I know your history and your story and coaching with you and supporting you along this. It's awesome. You did the work. You said yes to yourself. You listened to what you wanted and you followed through. I'm so, so proud of you. So proud of you. Ah, here's another one. I started with Angela in May of 2020 or May of 2021. And since then, my life has significantly changed to say the least. I was a daily drinker, at least two or three cocktails of wine or wine. And for the first six months, cut my alcohol to one half glass, three times a week. This month, it will be a year though. I do not drink at all now. Totally my decision. I now get up in the morning. Never did that. I'm able to see how my thinking has influenced my life and relationships. These are just a few of the things that I'm able to do as a result of finding this program. I do not have to numb my feelings anymore. I can go to events without drinking. I'm able now to grow my business. My relationships are way better. I get to fail at things and not judge myself. I am clear and trust myself. I can talk with and be a part of some of the most amazing supportive women I have ever met. I've used alcohol for almost 40 years of my life. So I will tell you this works. And I know, thank you, um, S, for sending this in and... Listen, this story just goes to show what you can do. 40 years of using alcohol to deal with her life. And now she's doing new things, feeling her feelings, and and is living a more vibrant life. I want you to know that this is possible for you too. (sighs) Okay. Daily gratitude for finding Angela's podcast. Faced with a loss which left a void I will never be able to fill. I found myself reverting to my go-to problem solver, sorry, which was alcohol. I had started searching and listening to podcasts, which was something I never did before. Knowing that I was at a crossroads, I am grateful I found SODSL. I knew this work, and after I knew this could work, and after three to four months of listening and having success on my own. I knew I needed more in-depth work on myself. I've been in the program two months and have seen changes in myself that I did not think I could ever accomplish. With this support, the concept of moderation is a real thing, which I have never been able to be consistent with in the past. This program is a pathway to improving mind, body, and soul. Thank you. Thank you, KB. I love that my podcast is a gateway. I really do. I believe that it's a gateway to having an alternative way of doing this, right? Like we are, I mentioned this in the interview, but it's like, we only know of the one thing, right? And it's like our society knows, and I used to think this way too, you know, if you have a drinking problem, you go to AA and there just doesn't resonate with most people or a lot of people, right? And to know that the podcast is there as a vehicle, as a portal, as an opening, as a gateway for people to see that they can actually have whatever kind of relationship with they want with alcohol that they want. And it's possible if you do that inner work. I just love that about the podcast so much. It just it, it provides hope. Hmm. Another one. I truly don't think I'd be on day four of not drinking if I hadn't stumbled across your podcast and the four day wine free work week challenge. It's been over 10 years that I've been using wine to help me unwind during evening times. Listening to you and all the encouragement has given me a beginning. It's nice to feel a part of my community that is cheering me along. Thank you for doing what you're doing. You're helping many. It's so good to not feel alone, right? Um, so I'm so proud of you. Thank you for writing in. If you can do four days, you can go longer, (laughs) right? You can keep going and keep doing the four day challenge week after week. Um, 
you're the one that made that decision for yourself. You showed up for yourself and you did the work and I'm celebrating you. Another one. I can't thank you enough for the energy and love you pour into your podcasts. Your encouraging words about taking the pause and identifying the emotion have been life-changing, not only for my rocky relationship with alcohol, but with every aspect of my life. This week's Wine-Free Workweek Challenge has been especially challenging and life-restoring. You have given me my power back. Through prayer, prayer and the support of the amazing community of women you have grown, I feel like my badassness has been revived. Can't wait to see what is next. You truly are a gift, Angela. Brave enough to use your God-given abilities for the betterment of a whole generation of women. Please keep the podcast coming. We are thirsty for more. I am so happy that you are feeling that revival inside of yourself, that you're excited about feeling alive. I know what that feels like, and I want you to keep going. I want you to keep believing in yourself, even when that might fade a little bit, even when you might question things. Um, know that you can do this. And I'm so happy that you are here. I'm so happy that you feel more empowered and you should for sure be celebrating yourself. Thank you so much for writing. Here's another one from a listener in Australia. I've been listening to your podcast for years. I'm 35 and been, and have struggled with over drinking, binge drinking, nights of regret and mornings of feeling gross and disappointed since I was 15. In Australia, it's almost a rite of passage to get pissed off your face and tumble down a hill while all your friends laugh and think you're the life of the party. Last year, 2021, my husband and I took a six month break from alcohol with only two nights we drank for the whole six months and your podcast helped me reset and believe in myself when those thoughts would creep in. Why am I torturing myself? Why can't I just drink? Fuck this. I'm having one glass. I would listen to you and it would remind me why we were doing it. We are on the tail end of sober October and we've had several alcohol free months this year between between we plan our drinks and try not to overdo it, but I wouldn't have even thought to plan my drinks ahead without your, your podcast. I am grateful that you do this every week. You are helping our family be happy, happier and healthier. And when I hear that family bit, it's just, it moves me because as I mentioned before, it's not just about the, the quantity of alcohol that you're drinking, the impact that this has on your life when you do that internal work is a ripple into your family, into your friendships, into your life that really can't be measured. And thank you so much for sharing that. I love that the podcast has a big following in Australia. <laughs> I have many clients from Australia too. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for participating in the challenges. Thank you for joining my coaching programs and dealing with the time differences and all of it. Y'all are a bunch of badasses. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And one more. I'm so grateful I found your podcast. Your kind and fun personality gave me hope that I could be fun without alcohol. And it turns out that I am. Acknowledging the real reasons we drink so we can decide if we like those have made not drinking or drinking what I planned so much easier. Thank you so much for all of your work. It really is life-changing. Oh my gosh, I love this one so much. I call myself the fun step over drinking coach because I would that was one of my biggest fears about changing my relationship with alcohol was like, I'm not going to be fun anymore. I'm going to be this boring person, right? And I'm so much more fun without it. I have way more adventure in my life. And so I'm so happy that that gave you an idea that you could be fun <laughs> without alcohol. And you found that out about yourself. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. It means the world to me. 
I hope you enjoyed the 200th episode special. Thank you so much for sending in all of your emails and comments and listening to the podcast. And I value you and your time every single week. And if you want to take this work to the next level, you should join my paid membership, six months, stop over drinking and start living right now. I actually have upgraded some of the ways that you can work with me. So not only if you join the six month program, you get all of the things that we've talked about, right? Uh, weekly live coaching calls, um, collated materials and support, tutorial videos, a community, but I'm also adding a VIP package that's available where you get a private phone call with me once a month on top of the regular six month coaching program. And I'm doing an in-person retreat here in North Carolina, the first week in March. And so if you're interested in that and you really want to dive in and you want the ultimate accountability and connection in solving your relationship with alcohol, you got to join the program now. So there'll be an option when you apply to check which choice, the VIP option with the private calls and the retreat or just the standard six month coaching program. And if you have any questions about those, send us an email at hello at angelamasenic.com. But go watch those three videos, learn more about the program and get your applications in right now. I love you all so much. Talk to you soon.